This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, was it a mischievous ghost? So was it a haunting or was the ghost just messing with them or is that really kind of the same thing? This Real Ghost Stories Online. Share your real ghost stories with us. We love to hear them. Call in at 855-853-4802. You can write them in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You can become a premium subscriber with that. No commercials, advanced episodes, and access to the massive archive. Sign up today on Apple Podcasts where you can try it three days free. You could also sign up on patreon.com slash Stories or at ghostpodcast.com. I'm Carol Hughes. My sister, Kathy Gordon's here today. How is it going? Well, it is going well. Just really cold, that's so, all. It's cold. Really <laughs> cold. That's me crying. It is just yes. so freaking cold. And I actually did walk my dog two times today. That last time is just around the block. I'm and, impressed. Oh. I'm impressed because I have not been able to make myself do that. But see, here's the thing. This morning, it was really cold, not going to lie, but there was no wind. Mm-hmm. And when it gets this cold, it's four, but the wind's blowing at 19 miles an hour now. Ooh. So it feels like 18 below. And It's so cold. Yeah, so this morning it wasn't horrible, and that's kind of what I had in my mind when I went out for the afternoon one. <laughs> I was like, this is so so stupid. And I feel like the people who are driving by are looking at me like, that woman is crazy. They totally are. Yeah. They totally are. What the F is she doing out there? That's right. I saw some guy riding a bike and I'm like, that is really crazy. And for a number of reasons, one, it's, it's actually snowing here right now. And, um, the roads are super slick. Oh, so, yeah. Riding but, a you bike know, is Like of... I saw a guy riding a bike yesterday, and I think that, you know, he didn't have any choice. Yeah, I'm so, sure that's right. So, okay, so we got this um, message this week. If You know, write in and tell us your real ghost stories. And somebody wrote in with just some perspective. So, and oh, some good, thoughts. I love that. So it's not a ghost story. It's just he listened and he had some things to share with us, oh. so I thought I'd read it, okay? Yeah, and you know what? I, I would love it if more people did that. Well, I like that, too, because, you know... Share your ideas. A lot of times, when we talk about these stories, that's all you and I know. 
is mm-hmm. that part of the story. That one thing these people have shared with us, maybe they shared a couple different things in the story. We don't know the backstory. We don't know. We always have questions about stuff. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, there's all kinds of things, you know, it is easy to go to paranormal and sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. So here's mm-hmm. what he or she has to say. It says, hi guys, I've been interested in this topic and just found your podcast. I enjoy your discussions so far and you seem like open-minded and compassionate people. I'm going to say, I like to think that we are. These we qualities try. keep me listening so far, but I find many problems with supernatural claims and I'm not persuaded by secondhand, secondhand accounts of these events. First off, this is not a ghost story account. I would like to inject a different interpretation about a listener's account back on October 13th of 23. And I kind of remember this story, I think. Okay. We've done, we do a lot of them. This is coming from a paranormal skeptic as I've not experienced anything like the accounts you've shared on the show. The listener referred to herself as an atheist and a paranormal skeptic. She said that she's, quote, not sure about the God thing, but the paranormal thing is in the uh, I don't know area. I read that statement to mean she's sure she doesn't believe in God or God, so an atheist, but is agnostic about ghosts or paranormal phenomenon. I do believe that that is what she means as it makes sense to me, an agnostic atheist and paranormal agnostic and skeptic as well. That's a lot to think about. I got to really let that soak in. I cannot speak to her visions, but I do say there are many possibilities with the brain to experience sound insights. Sometimes these are shared, but then you need to rule out social effects and the concept of ghosts priming us to hear or see things later asserted to be unexplainable and therefore a paranormal event. The question to ask is, what is more likely... This is the part that does ring a bell with me. A child sees the burnt legs of a ghost, or is she sleepy? Then there is the change in memories over time. Recently, I realized that an event from childhood was something I actually saw on TV. If not for random YouTube surfing, I would still believe the memory is real. Totally agree with all that. Mm Mm-hmm. Then there's the last question I'll ask myself and others. Could I accept a reality that includes ghosts? And what would that mean? I think it would become part of the natural world and eventually yield answers to proper scientific investigation. One has to eliminate bias to reveal the universe's mechanisms. For example, the recorder flute sound could have been wind moving in the building's structures. My water heater's chimney got a new flue and cap installed, and now it makes some funny tones during certain winds that are vaguely musical. And there have been moments in my life where sounds from inanimate objects have been pleasantly musical. As a musician, she might not have registered that possibility, but instead heard the instrument. Preferring the esoteric explanation over the more likely mundane explanation is what we must be careful of here. I read somewhere that, quote, when you're walking along the street and you hear loud hoofbeats behind you, think first of a horse before a zebra. That's the end of what he or she shared. And I agree with, like, totally. Like, I do think that, you know, and we talk about that frequently, trying to debunk it Mm -hmm. before you jump to it's paranormal. 
So yeah, yeah. I I think there's different things, um, different ways to approach this, and I think you're absolutely right. Like as, as you read a story, I'm always in the back of my mind thinking along that line. Like for example, you know, they had a good point when they said musical sound could maybe be you know something that you know is just mm-hmm. wind blowing through a flue, uh, you know, a chimney or something, and uh, we think those things. You know, as we go along and, you know, I try to think that and bring them up and so forth. But we also um, are, you know, given whatever point of view from the listener, you know, that's that's the only point of view we have. And oftentimes it's not unusual for you and me to say we would need more information. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we say that. I don't know if we say it once an episode, but we say it all the time. Like, has it happened again? Is there any evidence towards that? Is there da da da? Have you talked to other people? Is it, you know, we, I I think we try to, you know, bring some of those other aspects into it. But sometimes I do have to, you know, take the listener at at their face value Mm -hmm. of what they're telling me that they believe that this happened. And, and I, then go from there. I totally get what they're saying about, you know, like the musical sounds. Because like any good paranormal investigator, and I've talked to so many of them and for the Grave Talk show, and, you know, a lot of them say they like to go in and just sit. You know, and it's a good idea to really do an in-depth one, go in during the day, go in at night. Listen to what it sounds like when the heater kicks off. What, you know, are there, is there sound when the water's running? You know, there's just different sounds that come with different buildings. And so you do have to be aware of all of that. And I do like that last line there. When you're walking along the street, you hear loud hoofbeats. Think first of a horse and not the zebra. But sometimes mm-hmm. it is the zebra. But I think you do have to first, first I mean, to assume yeah. it's a horse. Yeah, so, it's not impossible agreed. for the agreed. zebra to be there. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Yeah. So I really appreciate comments like that and sharing what you think. So please, I encourage you. And, and also, to write I, you know, I'm with you because we don't think of everything. So people out there might have another twist on something that I think is really important for us to think about. Um, I also think that we have people that might have had a similar thing happen mm-hmm. that could, you know, maybe help qualify something or explain something to us or um, maybe even reinforce some ideas that somebody has said. So I love it. I love it when somebody will write in and say, have you thought about this thing? Yeah. So you I know. agreed. So I, I really appreciate those comments. So thank you very yeah. much for that. Mm-hmm. So here is our first ghost story or could be a zebra story. Could be a horse. Not sure. <laughs> could be a so. zebra. Could be a horse. <laughs> so we'll d- we'll listen to this story and then we'll share our thoughts. So it says, but the different. Okay, but you know, horses are real, but so are zebras. <laughs> They're both real. It says I've been around ghosts and spirits all my life in some form or another. Living in a haunted house doesn't bother me much, if at all. I suppose this has to do with how I grew up as a child. I lived in a small town in Massachusetts during the early 70s. I was about two or three at the time. The house I lived in was haunted, and the ghost made sure everyone knew. 
Footsteps could be clearly heard walking around the second floor and down the stairs to the first floor. On the second floor, there was a room with a door that required effort to open or close, and while doing either would make a horrible grinding noise as it was not planed properly and would drag across the floor. However, when the door was closed, it would be found open again minutes later with no noise heard. So my mother did a test one day. She closed the door, walked downstairs, walked a complete circuit of the rooms, which she timed to be about two minutes and 30 seconds. She walked back upstairs to find the door was wide open and no noise was heard. The ghost was slightly mischievous. I remembered that the house would also lose power from time to time. And in the 1970s, old houses like that ran on fuses. The first six months we lived there, my father went through boxes of fuses until one day he saw that one of them wiggled. So he tried screwing it back in. Lo and behold, the power returned. That success was short-lived after he recounted exactly how much money he had spent on throwing away supposedly bad fuses. My mother did not like to live in that house with a ghost. My dad didn't make it much easier as he loved practical jokes and would use footsteps to scare my mother from time to time in various yet creative ways, which is why I think the fuse incident started. See, that's just mean. If you've got footsteps happening in your house and then dad's doing that shit too, oh. come on. Oh, you know those people. So dad could be the horse. Could um, be my the zebra. <laughs> my father worked early in the morning and would be in bed around 6 or 7 in the evening. Once he fell asleep, the power would go off. Not every night, but often enough. My mother would have nothing to do with a darkened cellar and a haunted house and would wake my father up to go fix the lights. I've spoken to my mother about this, and she distinctly remembers the lights always went off shortly after my father went to bed. Once he found the fuses were loose, the ghosts upped the ante by loosening the light bulbs in the cellar. Well, once that happened, he figured that the vibrations from large trucks driving by were possibly the cause, so he bought one of the car drop lights that looked like a light fixture on the end of an extension cord. He figured that he could wrap the cord around the crossbeam and let the light dangle, and any vibration would not affect the bulb, So when the fuses would go next, he would have the light on when they were screwed back in. Except it didn't work out quite like that. The light bulb bulb from the drop light was also loosened and would not turn on the next time the incident occurred. So here's dad trying to figure it out. And that's a good, that was a good solution. Where was the, the drop light plugged in? To an outlet. I don't know where the outlet was. And wouldn't that have been affected by the fuse? No, because then it, what it said, the fuses were one thing. Then it was a separate thing with the light bulbs. So then, after Dad figured out that he could fix his fuse thing, then the light bulbs started loosening. Okay. In the basement. Okay. So you'd okay. go down okay. there, and you couldn't get a light on because the light bulbs were loosened. So Dad figured out... How I know I'm going to do this drop light thing because that light bulb won't be loosened. And then that light bulb was loosened. So dad was trying to prevent it. Okay. Came up with a good idea, but obviously it didn't work. 
I think the final straw that made my mother insist we move out was that one night she happened to be walking by my brother and I in our bedroom. She heard me carrying on a conversation with someone. My brother was one, but not talking yet. She came in to see what I was doing and asked who I was talking to, and I pointed to the empty corner and said, that man over there. She immediately scooped both of us up, and we slept in my parents' room for the rest of the night. While I don't remember a lot of what happened in that house that was directly related to me, I do remember the power issue happening a lot, and once the years had toned down the memories of the house, my mother started telling me about the incidents around a campfire one night. It was then that I found out that my grandmother, who grew up in the same house as a child, also had contact with the same ghost, and we both shared a specific dream, years apart from each other. I'm not sure if the ghost had any influence on that or if the house itself had. I do know that the ghost of a soldier of some sort, possibly in the World War I era, was there. However, time and distance has faded a lot of those memories. The house has since been demolished. I think there was a fire that broke out and destroyed the structure. To this day, I still dream of that house, finding secret rooms and pathways, much like any kid would imagine while growing up. I do have other stories to tell, and I will save them for the future. Thank you for the opportunity to share my stories with like-minded individuals, Mark. Hmm. Okay, so a fire broke in the house. You think that might have something to do with the electrical you know, I'm wondering. Stuff? I'm wondering if some of that was all electrical. Yeah. You know, because they'd been having problems with it for a long time. Was it a ghost messing with electronics or was it? electrical or was it the wiring in the mm -hmm. house was old and crappy and could be you know maybe a fire started because of that and so the it wasn't necessarily the fuses but this electrical you know wiring that was off it does seem like there was something going on in the house you know the kid mm -hmm. is you know mark as a kid is talking to the man in the corner right now that that is creepy that's super creepy. The door thing was creepy to me. Like, Mom mm -hmm. even did a mm -hmm. test to see, okay, I'm going to see if I can catch it. And then... And when you know for a fact, like, I shut this door. Yeah. You know? And I had that happen to me a while back where I have an extra bedroom that the door's always shut. You know? And I know I shut it. And I came down the hall and it was open. And it, it's just a very, very unsettling mm -hmm. feeling when you, you know, you see that and you go... Oh, I just, I shut that door. Yes. I, when you know, you know you did. And then, yeah. or you know you turned a light off when you walked out of a room. Then you mm -hmm. come back in and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa I remember doing that. Mm hmm So that kind of stuff's creepy. So I don't yeah. know. I think that um, definitely sounds creepy. I don't know. You know, it sounds like after years, you know, they're sitting around talking scary stories around a campfire the the one thing I really think is weird, and I would like more information on it, but it was just kind of one sentence that with a grandmother who grew up in the same house, also had contact with the same ghost, and we both shared a specific dream years apart from each other. That is a really fascinating story, and I would love to know what that dream was that his grandmother had and he had. Mm -hmm. I think that's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. And, and how they would know, like this dream must have been so disturbing or 
or something, you know, about this dream that they both remembered it and then told it. Yeah. Well, let's go to a call. We've got another story. This is Sherry North. I'm a paranormal investigator, and me and my group were in an old abandoned asylum in Connecticut. And I had walked up the steps, getting to the second floor. You had to walk up a winding staircase. When you turn the corner, there is a hallway, and it has five doors on the left and five doors on the right. When I had turned the corner, I had a digital voice recorder in my hand, and I asked, is there anyone here that would like to communicate? Simultaneously, all 10 doors slammed shut. I just kind of stood there in absolute astonishment that all of the doors had shut at the same time. If one had shut, I would have been, it's the wind, it's something else. But to have all 10 doors, five on each side, slam at the same time was just creepy beyond creepy. I got three EVPs. One said, I'm in pleasure. The other one said, I hate you. And the other one said, get out. So that was three that I had gotten, and they were all Class A EVPs. I could hear them like I am talking to somebody right next to me. It was very creepy. The second one, I had a friend of mine, Stephen, passed away due to suicide. When I was visiting the grave site, he had said to me before he died, if I ever die, you'll be the first to know. I had his friend call me up the day that he died, and I knew right away that something had happened. And I said to him, I had a dream that Stephen killed himself. I said, let me describe what he was wearing. He had his Harley Davidson shirt on, his blue jeans, his eyeglasses were on. He had his boots on and his white socks. I, to a T, described everything that Stephen was wearing when he passed away because I had the dream the night before that something was going to happen. So that's another very creepy thing that I've had happen. I dream about things before they happen. I've had this all my life due to being an empath. Um, thank you very much. Take care. I don't know that that is a creepy thing necessarily that her friend visited her in her dream. Maybe it was just his way of connecting with her before it, he it very possibly or could right have after been. he passed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. it would feel creepy, but maybe, you know, it's also a connection that, I mean, he obviously cared so much and he could get through to her. Yeah. And maybe he was, he wanted to talk, yeah. say goodbye. Yeah. But the other the story home. about the 10 doors sh- slamming shut at the exact same time, Ooh, that kind of gave me goosebumps. I am, I, that, that gave me a good chill. Oh, I was like, no. That is like stuff from the Exorcist movie. Like you, know, you, you had to feel like you're in a movie yeah. when that kind of thing happens. You know what? 
Because it's one thing, and it, that's happened before, like, you know, there's this, depending on how the house is laid out, but there could be you open one door and another door slams because maybe the wind went through or something. I mean, that kind of stuff can happen. But 10 doors on two different sides. Two different all at sides. at si- the same no. time. And, and the length, right? You could slam one on one end, but I would be surprised that it would affect the ones down on the end as much. And didn't she say she was in an asylum? Yes. She's out doing a paranormal investigation in that Yes. Okay. I'm not even going to try to debunk that. That is (laughs) just paranormal. And then she gets these messages, right? These audible, you know, messages about go away. I hate you. Yeah. You know, I'd be really interested in just chatting with her. She'd be an interesting conversation. Yeah, you know, Sherry, well, definitely write back more of your. Oh my your, god, um, I want to hear more stories because she's got to have a ton more. Oh, you know it. But that was good. <laughs> that was good. But you're right. Uh, the dream, I definitely think that she's a sensitive, right? That that you know people can get through. But I kind of think you're right that he came to her to say goodbye, mm-hmm. which is just so sad. All his of that way is of letting so her sad. know what happened. Mm-hmm. And she knew exactly what he was wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would oh, that'd be so hard. Well, if you have a real ghost story, we would love to hear it. Call it in. It's 855-853-4802. If you'd like to write it in, go to realghoststoriesonline.com. Then you can get an ad-free version of the show. You get advanced episodes and access to the archive. Just become a premium subscriber. Do that through Apple Podcasts. You can also go through patreon.com slash real ghost stories or at ghostpodcast.com. And for all of us here at Real Ghost Stories Online, thanks for listening.